I found out today I was listening to a podcast. Speaking of, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. I'm Awesome Ty. And uh, I found out that mic, mic control, which is not when I hire a dominatrix. Well, to clarify this for me. You said your name is Mikey Booyah. Mikey Booyah, yeah. But Mike controls a different Mike person. Mike control a is... A different person. No, no, no. Not Mike like the name. Mike like short for microphone. Oh, okay. M-I-C, Mike. Oh, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, of course. Um, also, for audio listeners out there, we should clarify for them. Because they can't see me. They can't see my physical cues. So they don't know if I'm They're talking not, about a guy, right. if I'm talking about a girl named Michaela that goes by Mike for short, you know? Yeah, it gets lost in translation when they don't see us. Mm-hmm. So, um, mic control, which is, you know, uh, when you get loud, you know, you, you back up, you back up, you get loud. And then when you get quiet, you get in there, you know, so you don't want to shout say, you don't super wanna, close to the mic. You want to be like, stay my hands up and shout, shout, you know, do that. I know less of the words of that song than you do, which I found out is not, not all. Um, there's like a. A version of that song or like because there's like three parts to that song i think the most famous part is perhaps the second or third one oh. but um one of them is about like um as a lot of popular songs in like the 50s were um about being like a, in a problematic relationship with a much younger person oh really yeah there's like a whole other there's a whole other storyline in there that yeah. rarely gets told yeah, it's like, oh, I don't remember the lyrics, but he's like talking about like how how it's wrong for him to to be loving this this child. I'm presumably a child, you know, under the age. Uh, let's see. shout part one. I think it is by Lloyd Williams. Uh, no, this is a this is different. This is shout shout. Oh, he let it all out. Out. yeah, that's a horrible song. I mean, you know, compared to the uh, Shouts Part. Okay, so yeah, it's got to so be the, the Isley, Isley Brothers, Brothers yeah. right? Shouts Part One and Two. Yeah, I think Part Two is the one you can play at weddings, and like the Part One is like, um, say it right now. Don't forget, you say you will. He's like trying say, to say, coerce say, say, like say. a child. Yeah, when you, <gasps> I still. <laughs> Okay. Wait, hold on. We should wait, before we get into this, we should wait till we hit the five minute mark because I feel like this is gonna get racy. I don't know what this is, but we should wait. We got one uh quick thing to there's gotta be a quick thing in here, right? Um Do you hear about the Afro Man lawsuit? Yeah, he made that video of of um the police raiding his house, he made a music video out of it, which is really uh-huh. clever. Probably the coolest thing he's done since because I got high. Yeah, absolutely. And um He's being sued now because of it. They're saying yeah. that, that you cannot profit from the police raiding mm-hmm. your house, which he is. The the, uh, the actual charges were like uh, it was invasion of privacy. The cops said that their privacy was invaded, which is funny. Cause That's ironic, were, yeah, because they were yeah. kind of invading his privacy, were they not? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they're allowed to do that with a warrant, but still, you know, and the irony is yeah. there. And then... um. Something about like uh like they were embarrassed and publicly shamed, so it was traumatizing. 
Oh yeah, I'm pain sure and those, suffering. I'm sure those yeah. sheriffs were, were super traumatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to be compensated monetarily by by Afro Man. So now they're suing Afro Man, which is really just like a shitty move because they were on his property. And uh, according to the guy who made the video that I watched about it, he has like signs on his property that was like, you will be recorded. And <clears throat> even if you don't have those, it's your yeah, property. I, I you highly doubt that like, you all want. of the, I mean, he had multiple cameras. I highly doubt that all of them were like super well hidden or anything. I'm pretty yeah. sure they were in plain view. At least some of them are just like standard security cameras. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Uh, we got, we made it to five minutes. So, okay. so um, should we just read the lyrics to this? Yeah, verse one. Say, I still remember. Shooby doo wop, doo wop, wop wop. When you used to be nine years old. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Shooby doo wop, doo wop, wop wop. Yeah, yeah. I was a fool for you. From the bottom of my soul, yeah. Shooby doo wop, doo wop, wop wop. Now that you've grown up, shooby doo wop, wop wop wop. <laughs> Enough to know, yeah, yeah. Shooby doo wop, wop wop wop. You wanna leave me? You wanna let me go? Shooby doo wop wop. So I mean, you can you can take that however you will, but it just you know it feels especially in this day and age a bit mm-hmm. problematic. Then the second verse, a lot less shooby doo wops. Really That's none. Good, I mean, yeah, that I see yeah, here. They they went from um one hundred to zero real quick yeah. on the shooby doo wops. Um, I want you to know. I said I want you to know right now. Yeah. You've been good to me, baby. Better than I've been to myself. And if I, if you ever leave me, I don't want nobody else. I said, wait, that isn't as creepy as as the the rest of it, though. That was kind of just regular stuff. Yeah, really, just the nine years old. And yeah, I've been into you. nine years old, and I was super into you since then. Yeah, I have a feeling that he wasn't nine years old when he, you know, he wasn't just. This wasn't two nine year olds being no. like a cute like. Like grade school puppy yeah, love and the, type deal. The Isley brothers, when I think of them, I think of them old. Yeah. I think they were old when they got Even, famous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they were already, it was like so, a Harrison yeah, Ford. I, I'm picturing this, uh, like this Isley brother who wrote this is like, he's in like his early to mid 20s. Perhaps, oh, oh. or maybe, maybe even you know a little bit younger, but still, I'm thinking he's like double the age of this nine year old, probably for sure. See, I envision them like 45. They're oh. they're twins. Oh, wow. They're 45 year old twins, the Isley brothers. They were like Harrison Ford, where they were construction workers up until they were like 43, and then suddenly became famous, and they use it as an inspiration for. I feel like this is the origination of the the term grooming. You know what I mean? Like he's just been grooming this child from the time she was presumably a, a her mm-hmm. from the time she was nine years old. Yeah, and I now mean, you know now she's of age, and she's probably realized that hey, like what's going on here? Like why is why is this old man been grooming me? And yeah, she wants, she wants to leave, mm-hmm. and now he's pleading with her, being like, "Baby, I've been I've been putting in all this work. You can't leave me now." Yeah, you make me want to shout. And then he gets verbally aggressive and probably physically so aggressive. So I'm I'm thinking um, the record company got like wind of this. They they heard it one time and they were like, nope, nope, nope. It's a catchy hook, but you need to go and you need to write a part two that is you know a little more a little more socially palatable. Yeah. And they went and did that, and you know what? Part two <coughs> is a hit. Part two is the smash hit that you play at weddings. It's the one that the one that you hear now. I didn't know that there was a part one and a part two. Are they were they released separately? I'm not sure. Possibly. 
Um, we might have to ask computer. Were Shout Part One and Part Two released separately? Computer, Volume Ten. Computer, were Shout Part One and Part Two released separately? From Isle.com, the Isley Brothers Shout Part One, '80s U.S. wide centered seven inches vinyl classic soul single released as part of the RCA Gold Standard series. Back with part two, Die Cut Company Sleep. That didn't answer our question. I think it kind of did. It's just like back with part two, Die Cut Company Sleeve. So was it like a, like on, so on side B was Shout 2. Perhaps. I think is what Computer was trying to say. Perhaps. I'm just saying that the result of there being, you know, um, Mm-hmm. They had to make the the shout part two because one everybody knew that that was just not gonna. Yeah, fly. they said whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, like it's like uh, like that Shane Gillis. Uh, did you hear that Shane Gillis joke about the states coming up with age of consent? And like that's like a weird thing to go first on because oh, like shit. all the age of consent and like right. states are different. Like yeah. there's states where it's like sixteen, yeah. fifteen. Yeah, it gets down there. For sure. <clears throat> And uh, that's kind of what happened with Shout 1. They kind of like tried to find the line and they crossed the line. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, look, you're not out of here yet because we do kind of agree with you. We just can't publicly. So we're going to need you to write part two. And like I said, dude, these were 45-year-old twins, barely got famous, uh, way too old to be into into anybody. I mean, I don't think any age besides nine would be the appropriate age to be into a nine-year-old. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe maybe you can be like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. 10 and a half. 10 and a half, yeah. yeah. I think even 11 is a little 11 is too much, but 10 and a half. There's a, there's a maturity gap there. Yeah, when you're a kid, time there's less time. Right, so, I mean, right. half a year is fucking that's, 10% that's, of your life. Yep, that's very true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So, um, shout out the Isley Brothers. Wait, what? Early, early shout boomers. out! Shout out shout, to them. <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out Isley okay, Brothers. Okay, shout out for, friends for of the show. Isley Brothers originating grooming. Uh, computer, are the Isley Brothers still alive? The Isley Brothers living members are Ronald Isley, Rudolph Isley, Chris Jasper. Oh, there's Bernie a bunch Isley. of them. Oh, their deceased Bernie members Isley. are O'Kelly Isley Jr. and Marvin Isley. Oh, okay. So I want to say Marvin sounds like the main guy, Marvin's right? probably the, the groomer, right? You think yeah. Marvin? Yeah. <laughs> and, and thankfully, he's no longer with us, so we can we can kind of, you know, take liberties with this mm-hmm. this whole matter. Do you think that the Isley brothers are, like, fair game now? They're, like, safe? If they are, you know, actively uh, doing shows at, like, casinos or something like that? I, I, I have a feeling they're not performing part one when they're no. doing these casino shows. They're skipping mm-hmm. right to two. Part one only lives on on Genius.com. Yeah. Rap Genius fucking kept track of that shit. Um, but uh, there was... Oh, yeah. A lot of people have been worried. A lot of people have been writing into the show. People that don't live in California about our flavor, flavor, flavor ban? Or is it flavor ban? Is it is it flavor? Have I been saying it wrong my entire life? Well, how do you pronounce the Vs? Flavor. Flavor? Flavor. Okay, flavor. flavor, depending on or where we you're pronounce, from. Should we be pronouncing it like a Frenchman with Flavor? Flavor. So the Flavor ban that has been happening, no menthols, no flavored blunt wraps, no flavored nothing. 
Um, we would like to rest assure, at rest, uh, lay everyone at, lay everyone to rest. That's not it. No. That means. That's something entirely different. We want to lay, we want to put everyone at ease. Okay. Okay. That's better. <laughs> okay. And, uh, let you know that we have a new workaround in the state that people have found. And that is these flavored cards. And have you seen the Camel Crush balls that you put into your own cigarette? No, I have not. Now, I've tried the new Camel Crushes, which are, I don't really understand because there's these, these new Camel Crushes and they're not menthol, but they are flavored. They're, they're supposedly Oasis flavor, which I guess is like indistinguishable. <laughs> you can't quite say what an Oasis is supposed to taste like. So you can't be like, Hey, uh-huh. you're flavoring it. Uh-huh. But they, I mean, there's balls in the cigarette that make the tobacco taste different. Yeah. Which you figure that's flavored. Right. But um, I've tried those, but no, I haven't, I haven't tried any of these other methods. Yeah. So, uh, the card is cool. It's cool enough. You know, it's whatever. Like it, it helps. But, uh, the little balls, it comes with like a little machine that will cut a little tube, little halfway tube in the side of your filter and then inject the ball. You just kind of put it in there and click it and it just like boop injects a ball in there and then you crush it. You got your own little whatever crush, not just the camel crush, not just an oasis flavor, whatever you want. You can have. Oh, OK. Wow. Yeah. And I think that these are great ideas. Also, um, I guess vape. Like flavored vape juice just comes in two bottles now. There's companies that are selling it where it'll be one bottle of the unflavored nicotine and then one bottle of flavoring. And then you just mix them together. I wonder if we should ask GPT-4 for some other ways to to circumvent this this, uh, flavor ban. That's actually not a bad idea because GTP-4... Has been out here fucking killing it. Plus, um, GPT three, the OG, has been getting all kinds of updates. Can do a bunch of cool shit now. That's the one that could access the internet. Oh, it's it's not <clears throat> GPT four. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, but we're gonna ask GPT. What are we gonna ask GPT four? I told how can we? How can we circum? circumvent the california menthol ban what are some methods that have not been used yet or not currently what are some methods that we can use to circumvent the california menthol and flavored tobacco ban similar to the flavored cards and injectable Balls, injectable balls, yeah, but but not currently monetized yet. All right, let's see. GPT four says, "I must emphasize that I cannot endorse or support any illegal activities, including the circumventation of laws and regulations." The California flavored tobacco ban was enacted to promote public health and reduce tobacco use, particularly among young people. However, <laughs> here we go. If you are looking for alternatives to flavored tobacco that are legal and safer, you can consider the following options. Yeah, I didn't say safer. Well, I, yeah, nobody said nobody safer. Said that. Uh, nicotine replacement therapy, herbal smoking blends, uh, e-cigs. 
Do we need to bring Dan back for this? Aromatherapy inhalers. And it, then it says it's crucial to prioritize your health. Well, that was that was a bust. That was very disappointing. Uh, but I promise, GPT four has been cool. That was just like a that was just like a one off. It's an outlier. Yeah, you can't win them all. No, you know, you really can't. Uh, we um, we okay. You, my friend, that's right. Have been getting. I'm going to say harassed, digitally harassed. I think it's starting to starting to border <clears throat> on harassment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been getting, it started off as just one odd friend request mm-hmm. from one Martin Shkreli. What appeared to be Martin Shkreli um, on Instagram. Owner computer, of the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. For, for, for the sake of people that don't know. Computer, who is Martin Shkreli? It's about 8.50 and 3 seconds p.m. Would you like to hear a computer burn? Yes. What do the Los Angeles Rams have in common with an old computer? They run slow and need to upgrade their RAM. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, damn. That was fire. That was completely off um, off topic computer, but that was good. That was good. I'm going to use that. I actually know a Los Angeles Rams fan, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, um, to say that to him. I like that a lot. Uh, oh. There we go. So, I totally forgot we had that. So, I mean, I, I guess he's not going to tell us who Martin Shkreli is, but no. he's the pharma bro mm-hmm. that became uh, notorious for marking up the cost of a um, patented AIDS drug. Yeah, yeah. Marking it up to, you know, like an astronomical amount when it was super cheap to make. Yeah, it was he marked it up like 3,000% or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, he just became like kind of universally hated by that. And he really leaned into it and just kind of embraced the hatred from the world. <coughs> and he started just doing like horrible troll things, and then yeah, he and do that, weird live streams all the time. That weird, um, that rare one-off Wu Tang album, uh-huh. and kept promising to to play it for everybody, and never did. And then, then he got busted, yeah. yeah, for like tax something or whatever. And the federal government took the the Wu Tang album, and nobody's heard it since. Yeah, I hear that it's in like a back room at one of the Smithsonian's. Do you think like the FBI or whoever is like in charge of guarding it, like has listened to it? They have to have, yeah. Somebody has, right? Yeah. They definitely have to have listened to it. Imagine, like, uh, imagine you just work at some place where you, like, take in a bunch of evidence and stuff, and they just bring it back, and they're all like, hey, we need you to, we need you to put this in a now, safe. I couldn't tell you how long it is. It might be a super long time, but I do know that um, contractually, the exclusivity does run out on that at some point. Yeah. So at a certain point, like, the Wu-Tang Clan's going to be able to, like, put it out. And, you know, I'm sure they'll they'll probably do that once they can. I want to say I remember reading something about it recently, but I don't know what it was. But something about its uh, potential alleged release, which would be cool. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was made in a in an era where like Wu-Tang wasn't really doing it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a feeling it's, you know, it's. No, um, thirty six chambers. It's no Wu Tang forever. It's it's later era Wu Tang. Probably not. I mean, you know, it's probably kind of mid. Yeah, but still, I mean, you know, the <coughs> the demand for it's going to be there because people are going to be like, oh, this is that that mm-hmm. super rare album. 
Mm. So they're going to make some money off it for sure. So this guy, Martin Scarelli, sent you a friend request. Friend request, yeah. So um, on the surface, this this profile appeared to be all legit. It had the right amount of followers. You know, like it was north of like 50,000 followers, mm-hmm. following very few. And just it was weird. It, um, it mirrored the actual Martin Scarelli page. Yeah. Like almost to a T, almost, you know, the same amount of followers and following and all that. So um, it took me a bit of, of digging to even realize that I wasn't being followed by the real Martin Shkreli, which was kind of a disappointment. Yeah. But um, sure enough, like over the course of the next couple of weeks, I've gotten either two, maybe three more of these pages, which all mirror the authentic Martin Shkreli Instagram page. Um, with various amounts of followers. Some of them have far less than that first one, but they've all been sending me follow requests and I've approved all of them. So from, you know, I haven't, you know, gone to see if they're still active, but for, for what I could tell you, I have numerous Martin Shkreli's following me. Yeah. And a couple <laughs> of them I've messaged and been like, just kind of trying to play into it to see if they try to scam me or, you know, like get yeah. information from me. I'd be like, is this the real Martin Shkreli or what's up? Or, yeah. And I haven't gotten a reply from any of them. So I'm just like, I'm wondering what their end game is. What, what are they doing? What are they trying to achieve? Yeah. It's you like think that they're trying, like their mark is Martin Shkreli. And like, I'm just, you know, I'm just an accessory to that. See, I think that what they're doing is building up a building up an Instagram page with a certain demographic so that way they could sell it to someone. And I'm going to ask I'm going to ask GPT-4 what's going on. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, that's like there's a big business in building up social media pages and then selling them to someone and be like, hey, I have like a YouTube or an Instagram that has like a bunch of real organic followers. And <clears throat> the the price you pay is you don't know what kind of page it was before. So a lot of them are like meme pages. Like it'll just be like a weird just... uh little goofy videos or clickbait things. And then all of a sudden it changes to your photography page because you wanted to have a hundred thousand followers, but yeah, these th- people don't want to see your shit. Didn't that happen with the rogue status page? And we're yeah. going to make a documentary about it and all mm-hmm. that. Like it's, it's, it's fishy for sure. <clears throat> so I'm going to ask, did uh, that happen? Didn't, do you think Nick sold the rogue status page to someone else? I think he was the one that we all kind of pointed the finger at. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not entirely out he of the He was the one who got compromised. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to ask, what are some reasons that I've recently been bombarded with f- requests from Instagram accounts pretending to be Martin Shkreli? What is their end game? Okay. And why Martin Shkreli? And <laughs> Why? What do we got? Okay, so he's he's typing still. So it says it's not uncommon to encounter fake accounts on social media platforms like Instagram. These accounts are often created by scammers or bots to deceive users and achieve various motives. Mm-hmm. In the case of receiving requests from accounts pretending to be Martin Shkreli, there might be several reasons. Notoriety. 
Martin Shkreli gained significant media attention in the past due to his controversial actions, such as raising the price of a life-saving drug or his conviction for securities fraud. Using his name could be an attempt to exploit his notoriety to attract um, gain followers. Phishing and scams. Impersonating a high-profile individual can help scammers run various types of scams. They might pretend to be Shkreli to gain your trust and then ask you for personal information, financial details, or even money. Be cautious when interacting with such accounts. Spreading misinformation. Some fake accounts are created to spread misinformation or disinformation, often for political or ideological reasons. By impersonating a well-known individual, the creators of these accounts hope to lend their messages more credibility. Targeted attacks. And this is what I like. It's possible that these requests are part of a more targeted attack on you mm-hmm. or a group you belong to. In this case, the goal could be to infiltrate your network or learn more about you for nefarious purposes. What? And then it gives me a bunch of um, tips for protecting myself, which I don't really care about. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking number four there. Yeah. They're trying to it's infiltrate a personal attack. possibly us, this, this podcast, because I mean, for, you know, for incense and purposes, we're going to go ahead and run mm-hmm. with that. Now there are some potential suspects that we have. We have computer who is slated to be in a, uh, no, no holds barred. A hardcore match with unsanctioned yes. hardcore fight. So it's you know like he could be trying to get my, in your yeah. head. Taking over the role as BNA NACA facility representative is Chris Perdue, who has served as BNA NACA vice president and treasurer. Are you saying that Chris Perdue is behind this? Chris Perdue, I've never even heard of that. I've never heard of that guy. But my Instagram account is set to private, so mm-hmm. a computer obviously would not have access to it unless he, you know, I'm not going to approve a friend request from the computer page. No. But if he, you know, he knew that Martin Shkreli was just random enough to where I was going to accept those requests, mm-hmm. thinking that maybe, just maybe. Okay, so that's what, I think computer's a top suspect for sure. Did you have mm-hmm. a couple others? Uh, Yeah, we have Jerry, who hasn't course, been around. Jerry. No, Jerry's been, I mean, granted, we did did kind of um, (coughs) cast him off a bit, Mm -hmm. but still, I mean, he's probably bitter about that and looking to take it out on me. You've been far more sympathetic to him in the past than I have, so it stands to reason that he would go after me in this. Yeah, and I haven't haven't heard from him in whenever the last time he was here that we talked to him. It was like three weeks ago, I think, something like that. I also haven't seen Matt in a while. I don't yeah. really know what Matt's been up to. It could be Matt. I don't think Matt's quite tech savvy enough to to really come up with this idea, but I, we can't rule him out because we haven't seen him or heard from him. Yeah, he could have been studying uh could have been studying social media stuff this whole time. Um so I think that's a solid uh it's a solid It's got to be yeah, one of those three. One of the three. It's always sure. one of the first three that you think I'm of. looking at computer honestly, but it could be any one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um so that is exciting. I think that you should continue to message all of these Martin yeah, Scarelli pages, right and you should uh, you should try to get at least one of them to respond to you, and see if we can get some sort of dialogue, <clears throat> and then we could bill it as as like a uh, an interview with Martin Scarelli. Oh, see, one of these pages has a link tree, and I'm wondering if the link tree to what? Click it. What's it bring you to? What's it a link tree for? I don't know if this is a real link. Oh, 
Oh, this is like a fake link tree. Oh, what? Maybe. Because the... But it says link <coughs> tr dot ee, which... Yeah, I think that's how it shows up. Very odd, very odd. Yeah. So, Martin Shkreli, please um, reveal your true intent or just leave me alone, man. Yeah, we could get... uh, It'd be exciting to get him on the show through one of these Instagrams, claim that it's him. We could start commenting because he does engage with actual people on his real Instagram. We could start popping in comments saying like, hey, what's going on here? Come on the podcast and explain yourself. Why are we getting all these requests? Yeah. I mean, he might be starved for attention enough to where he replies yeah because all of these pages being named martin scarelli and then also sending you friend requests they have to be connected they have to either be a network of people or one person that's doing all or this. do you think that there are multiple martin scarelli's like he's some i mean he he was i mean he has the the technology maybe to to clone himself do you think like some sort of cloning going on with these and there's actual like numerous martin scarelli's oh. running loose See, I think that it's not it's probably, him. Probably I think not. that it's you. I think that you may have tapped into like a multiverse type Multiverse thing. of Martin. It's still, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of unanswered questions. So hopefully we can get some some more information in the coming weeks about that. Yeah, what a fucked up multiverse yeah. to, to be in. Um, uh, Justin Roiland. Did you hear about this guy? That's the, um, the, the Rick and Morty guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, the Rick and Morty guy, Justin Roiland, he, um, he, it came to light about all of his domestic violence and false imprisonment charges. Mm-hmm. And him talking to a, a teen <coughs> inappropriately. Yeah. Grooming, perhaps. Talking to multiple teens inappropriately. I mean, maybe- Kind of like in character as Morty. Right. <clears throat> and all of this came to light. Adult Swim cut ties with him. Hacked him right off. Took him off of Rick and Morty. They're going to use AI to to replicate his voice is what I'm hearing. Really? Oh, yeah. That's what I heard. Damn. Because there's so much of it that they can just feed all of the the Justin Roiland um, voice uh, into, you know, like an AI program and then like make whatever Rick say, Rick say whatever they want. Holy shit. And then it would, then it would never change because one of the, or I guess a bunch of the people on the production team started coming out and talking about it and they said that Justin hasn't really been a part of the writer's room since season three and that uh, someone was like the only way that I know that he's here is if there's loud music coming from his office or I hear his RC car going up and down the hallway. Do you think he's just like a disruptive dick around the office? Just like yeah. kind of like not really contributing much? That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, that's what they said. They were like, he doesn't really, he's horrible to work with and he doesn't contribute anything. I've heard similar things about Dan Harmon. <coughs> so like maybe Rick and Morty is just like a horrible, horrible place to work. See, but that was when Dan Harmon was an alcoholic and I want to say he's sober still. And he was notoriously like an alcoholic when he was making community and then got sober. And that's why uh, Rick is like so alcoholic-y. It's like a play on his personal bullshit. But um, if they just get replaced by AI, that'll be amazing. I mean, it would almost fit the premise of the show. 
And they could, like, yeah. you know, kind of like... Um, and just make jokes about yeah, it. Yeah, break the third wall or whatever. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's really the only thing is... Especially if Justin Roiland hasn't been involved in the writing of the show at all. If he just comes in and does the voice, then literally nothing will change. I wonder if he would have any legal recourse to where he could be like, hey, you can't just take my voice. and." But he doesn't it. own the likeness, which right. is a voice that he's doing. Like how when people, when they have multiple people be Scooby-Doo. Like. That's true, but you're, you're taking all of this stuff that, you know, like he made for Rick and Morty and then you're turning it into something new. Like mm-hmm. I wonder, I mean, we're kind of in, we're kind of in uncharted territory as far as like that sort of thing goes and yeah. like AI, you know, the laws of, of copyright and all that. So it'll be interesting to see how, to, and uh, it, see how that plays out. Yeah. It is super tricky because he was like co-creator and had some, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, Adult Swim owns everything. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So they're just like, yeah, we own this. So you're no keep, longer needed. Keep pumping out that that um pickle Rick merch and <laughs> running that cash cow dry. Yeah. Um so really the only thing I was worried about was the voice changing. And if they use AI, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be seamless. It's gonna be great. Yeah. You won't even be able to tell. Um so uh the Justin Roiland thing. How did that relate to Martin Shkreli? Oh wait. Justin Roiland, sorry. I totally forgot about that. Justin Roiland, charges dropped. Oh, yeah. All charges dropped for the, uh, yeah, I fucking brought this thing up for this news, this fucking breaking news. Now, do you think that all charges dropped? What were you going to say? Do you think that maybe like he just bought his way out of it? Like he, no. he had like a private settlement with whoever was accusing him. They drop the charges and they get a sizable cash payment and all of a sudden all is forgotten. I mean, not forgotten, but maybe I but, think the damage to his <clears throat> reputation has also already been done. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to be able to come back for it regardless of whether there's criminal charges. So the DA said that the case was dropped due to insufficient evidence mm. and that also new information had come to light that made them believe that the allegations were false. So that could have just been money. New information could just be money. Or maybe he gave him some new technology, like he might have got something working with all the all the people on Rick and Morty. Because they're like, you know how Star Trek like kind of paved the way for technology in the present day or at least I mean, in the did 2000s it, did it we don't have like the the, <clears throat> the thing where we can just dissolve ourselves and like transport to a different place we it's don't coming. have we don't have phasers yet that we can just you set them to stun or kill yeah we do i mean it's either one or the other right <laughs> yeah stun or kill that's really all it was um but all that stuff's coming it's right around the corner it better be with exponential growth and everything uh but his charges were dropped due to this new information. And this is the domestic violence and false imprisonment where he held someone hostage, like his ex-wife hostage. Or and whatever. I think I feel like the allegedly, the, um, you know what false imprisonment could entail is probably a pretty wide range of thing. Like, I think even if you're just like, Hey, you can't leave, you can't leave and tell someone they're not 
able to leave. You're not going anywhere. False imprisonment. You're not going anywhere until we figure this out. I don't think out. it necessarily false means that he had like somebody shackled up in his basement or anything like that. No. But there is, it's a spectrum. False imprisonment is a spectrum. So he could have had someone tied up in his basement. Yeah, that's true. It, it goes true. all the way to that. We really don't know. But we do know that the charges have been dropped. So, I mean, is that, are we congratulating him? Um, well, here's the thing. The charges were dropped. The, the people that had come out, uh, with these messages, I guess some of them, uh, were released anonymously. So you can't like trace them back to the person because they were underage or they don't want to like say something publicly. So they like posted it on Reddit, you know? And I mean, there could have been some <coughs> witness intimidation at play here too. You know, like they were threatened by by all they these angry Rick and or Morty paid fans, off. and you know they're like, you know what? I don't want I don't want to have to deal with these Rick and Morty fans like threatening my my livelihood and life for yeah, the rest of my life. There was so probably the, a lot. So I'm just gonna back off and I'm gonna live with what he did to me. And Rick and Morty fans also a spectrum, but a lot of them are scary people. Oh yeah, they're creepy, man. Just like creepy, unstable. The Rick and Morty fans kind of like ruined the show for mm-hmm. for casual fans. They're like black and green juggalos. Yeah, that's really an yeah, accurate. They have accurate the same vibe. Comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he got all these charges dropped, and then a lot of these people ended up being anonymous, and then didn't really come forward publicly. And then some of the people that did, they didn't have anything to like back up the claims and some of the screenshots may or may not have been doctored. So uh, that kind of fell apart too. And then he made a public announcement on his Twitter, which he hadn't posted on forever. And he was like, I'm back, baby, or something like that. Like He was like, all of these allegations were false, just like I said, and everybody that turned on me. Oh, so he went right to showboat. I f- yeah. And he was like, now it's time to get back my career and prove my good name. Okay. We'll we'll see how that plays out for him. I think it's, Mm -hmm. you know, again, it's probably the damage has been done to an extent. And I'm like, um, those chats with the teens, like those weren't disproven, were they? Uh, those those are still there. Yeah. I'm not sure which ones like were disproven and which ones weren't. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, because I think that a lot of them, like, with with the teens especially. Was that a UFO? Uh, like a race car UFO, maybe. Uh, you want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. <clears throat> um. Fun facts. So, people that are born deaf... And then later regain hearing in their life due to just, um, you know, getting good at hearing, getting getting your ears better. Or like uh, maybe there's a surgery or something that you could do to repair your eardrum. <clears throat> they say that they imagine that the sun made noise. That it was like. A, and that's how they got their hearing back by, by trying to envisual. Or visualize what I said. That's not the word, but trying to picture what that would sound like. Yeah, that's not the word either. But trying to, uh, yeah, trying to imag- imagine. Imagine, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't seem like that's it either. How would you like? Uh, 
Never mind. Doesn't matter. Um, they thought that the sun made a noise. Right. I mean, it might. We 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 can't get close enough to the sun to actually like say, confirm or disconfirm whether or not there's like a noise going on there, because we would just get burned up long before we could hear it. Well, it turns out that the sun actually does make a noise. What kind of noise do you think it makes? Um, according to science, which is you've I'm heard picturing of science, like a right? sizzle, like a like like a barbecue sizzle. So this says. Um, the vacuum of space blocks the sound, but the sun would be as loud as a jackhammer everywhere on Earth. But but do you think it's just as loud as a jackhammer or actually like also sounding like a jackhammer? Like, yeah, that's kind of vaguely. Right, because I'm, I'm picturing just still just a very, very It could be any noise sizzle. just at the same decibel level right. as a jackhammer. That's probably what they're saying because I'm still running with sizzle. Um, just nonstop, which would get annoying. And then it also says that since sound travels slower than light, right? You got the speed of light. It's like the fastest that anything can go. You got the speed of sound. It's hella slow. You ever seen the thing where like someone stands on the other end of a stadium? Yeah. And yeah. you clap. And it's like echo. Echo. And you hear it like, echo. yeah. There's a whole yeah. like uh delay for the sound to move. So if the sun were to burn out or explode, which it will, yeah. Eventually the sun will burn up every Possibly single tomorrow. Gone. Yeah. It could have done it already because it would take eight minutes for the light to reach us you know what i mean so the sun that we're seeing is like the eight minute ago sun so we're looking into the past you know how the universe is all i'm, I'm time so fidgety and space right i have and to stuff? pee really bad oh shit all right then i'll speed through this uh if the sun were to stop it would go out eight minutes but the sound would go on for 13 years so it would just be complete darkness. But you'd with still hear the sound, the sizzling That's, of a jackhammer. That would be really annoying. You can't, you can't see anything, but you hear this goddamn sun. Be a constant reminder that we no longer have a sun and everything is dark. That would <laughs> yeah. fucking suck. Yeah, that would really be horrible. Um, but uh, that's our fun fact. Yeah, I want to like start that. doing one of those every I like show. That. Yeah. Um, all right. So Ty's got to pee. And we got to go. So we love you. Yep. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, no grooming. Don't be grooming anyone. Yeah. No grooming and no impersonating Martin Scarelli. Yeah. Seriously. It's you guys got to stop what you want to do. So, um, shout out in the comments if you've been victimized by a Martin Scarelli impersonator mm -hmm. also or the Isley brothers. And and if you've been victimized by anyone at all, sound off at your local police station. Yeah. Yeah. But also in the comments. And in the comments. <laughs> Natural Habitat Recordings.